Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fancy Threesome Pod. I'm Phil. I've been demoted to my Kia on my driveway again because the floor that we've now got in our lounge sounds too echoey. So I'm out here and I'm I'm uh, talking to Mike and Ant. How are you? How are you both? Mike, how are you? Yeah, very well. Thank you. I did sense there was a bit of a Kia aura about you this evening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good to be joining you both. And I hope you'll agree. Uh, starting on top form. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's pretty good for you. Uh, Anthony, how are you? Oh, yes. Just loving another one of Mike's puns again. The man is a pun machine, isn't he? he he's certainly something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it felt like a very long international break. It's We're recording on Monday night, and we've still got another five days until proper Premier League football kicks off again. Um, have you boys enjoyed... Uh, I mean, it seems like a very long time ago we even did our Megapod last week. Doesn't uh, it? Alone when there was football. And, and look, at the, look at the strength of... Uh, the length, indeed, of Ant's hair uh, that's that's grown since our last pod. I don't know if you remember the uh, the rap duo Kid and Play uh, <laughs> off of the eighties. Uh, yeah, if, one for the youngsters. Uh, yeah, look it up. Uh, oh, who is that in the background chit chatting away? It's it's just my son. I, I'm I'm very sorry. Oh, well, he, good evening to you. Good he's, evening, Ollie. He's, he's just he's just come to say hello. The good hello, news Ollie. is that he is a fellow Bournemouth fan, so that's fine. Hey, there fella. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, something akin to Kid and Play, and but the beard is uh, a bit like the film from uh, with, with Tom Hanks when he's on an island and uh, talks to a football. <laughs> Castaway. Castaway. That's the one. So it's a I sort mean, of a Kid and Play meets Castaway. Well, there you go. I mean, the the ironic thing about this is that my wife's a hairdresser, so she can't actually do any work ah. uh, at the moment, and maybe that's her excuse for not cutting her own husband's oh, hair. Who knows? Yeah, I yeah. mean, surely that doesn't include you. Well. <laughs> Do you want to speak to Renasco? <laughs> no, we've already, we've already chatted to your son, and it was great to see him, but we should have so back on. Yeah, indeed. Uh, has any of the international football appealed to you? Any of the games stuck out? Um, no, no. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of the international rate. I think a lot of people aren't. And had now having three games uh, in the middle of a global pandemic just seems mad. And, you know, people are either getting injured or catching COVID. It just seemed bonkers to me. It was, it was the ultimate weekend i felt in terms of dreariness um an international break no football rain pouring down wind blowing shop shut restaurant shut and and, and I'm, I'm all for that but it was just horrendous horrendous saturday and sunday I had oh. to talk to my family oh yeah can't be yeah. having that no bad times no. mate bad times yeah I'm it was a tough one hey, can i cheer you up with some positive news mm San Marino have gone two games unbeaten for the first time in their history. Oh, because they're playing Gibraltar. They they drew with Gibraltar, uh, and so that's two games unbeaten for the first time in their history. So, shout out to all the San Marinians. <laughs> Did you know that uh, in San Marino, I believe it's San Marino, they found the world's oldest shoe, about five thousand um, years old. Well, that is. That is Quite. some knowledge. That's some trivia. That is, I mean, out of all the stats we've had this season, that's <laughs> that's up there, mate. Well done. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm here for here for people if they want some Sam Sam Berenice history. I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> so international break has has seen a few injuries and quite a few cases of COVID. Has that affected you boys at all? Yeah. Well, uh, I made 
five changes uh, last week ahead of the international break. Um, and none of those were taking out COVID stricken Salah. So, oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I'm not sure whether my bench allows for him to have COVID or not. So it could be six changes. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm equal on the uh, Salah, which was very selfish of him to catch COVID when I've still got Lacazette in my team. Yeah, and obviously the the natural replacement for Salah is El Nani, and he's also. I think about it. El who? <laughs> you know El Nani, who earlier in the season I said would be the backbone of my team. Mm. Yes, yes, um, yeah, I, I remember that strange quote. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he's also got COVID, so that's a sort of default replacement. So, oh dear, mm. double yeah. trouble. Yeah, uh, it was it... also lovely to see. Uh, thankfully, I, I he was one of my five changes uh, this week. Uh, ben Chilwell limping off for England. Oh, dear. Uh, that was that was the only game I've seen of the international break, and it was just like uh, I, I don't know if you boys have ever played Call of Duty, but when certainly when I didn't have children, I had more time, and I enjoyed uh, enjoyed playing it. But I was hopeless, and watching that England game was like me just coming out of a bunker or something, just getting annihilated straight away. Chilwell going out. I had people going down left, right, and centre. And yeah, my team has got a few, a few little issues now. Should we say? Well, I'm ever so sorry to hear that. Oh, well, it seems sincere. Seems my deep, sincere. my deepest sympathy. Thank you, um, Mike. Let's Hello. let's lead on a positive. Yeah. Last, well, positive for you. Last week or last game week, you won the fantasy threesome punt where. You choose a player with under 2% ownership and uh, you don't have to pick them in your team, but you suggest them on Twitter uh, at FPL threesome pod. And you went for who, who, who did it for you? It was Ben White of Brighton and Hove Albion. So, so he, he did well. And I had Haller who hit the bar, but didn't do anything. And Anthony, uh, Trussard of Brighton who didn't even play a single minute. I don't believe lovely stuff. Excellent. So, Mike, that means you won, which means you you get to give one of our teams over to the most successful listener punt yeah. last week. And the most successful listener punt last week, well, it was joint. We had Craig S on Twitter and we had our dear friend Matt Pocket again, <laughs> uh, who both picked Toby out of Airworld. Um, and after tossing a coin, Craig S has the power this week. So, oh. so to whom are you giving his power? You know what? Up until I've I've had uh, a week or so to to think about this, and I haven't given it any thought whatsoever. Um, but I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Ant is ahead of uh, certainly me, and I believe you, Phil, still by by about a game week's worth of points. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. Unfortunately, and I, I'm left with little choice. Really, it was, it's a sensible no. thing to do at, at this stage is is to let you. Uh, let, let somebody have a pick of your team. So absolutely, um, Craig S. I love the mystery in terms of the surname. Uh, yeah, Craig, over to you, mate. Okay, we'll Please get in touch with Craig, and Anthony will have to uh, send a sort of screenshot to his team of his team to Craig on Twitter before the game week starts, and then Craig can choose his captain. He could be cruel, could be kind. Cruel, Tim Cruel. He's uh, he's he's back in the championship now, mate. <laughs> ah, sorry. <laughs> He's here all week. <laughs> oh dear. Right, so looking at the injuries that we've had, uh, and you, you mentioned Salah, um, it's quite an obvious question, um, but are you planning on changing him? 
Oh, I really better have a look at my team because, like I say, I have made five changes. Um, and why don't you go first? Yeah, You've but got, I'm going. We've all got Salah, have we? So yes. yeah, so Salah's going to be going to miss what this game week, and then he's he's going to be okay. Oh balls! Oh if no! He, oh, I mean, wow. to be honest, he could. Luke Shaw. What happened? To, I've just bought Luke Shaw in. What's happened there? Oh. Big red <laughs> mark against his name. Seven. <laughs> what does it say? What does it say, Michael? Uh, let's have a look. Uh, hamstring injury. Expected back the 12th of December. It'll be, ah, it'll be, Santa could be here before he is. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. oh, the advantage. And this is why you don't make changes before an international break. Dear, yeah. dear, dear. I, uh, I think it's going to be a week where, to be honest, you just want to... A lot of it is COVID. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and so those players like Salah, um, who, if he, t- if he gets a negative test later this week, can he, can he play or is that not the rules? Uh, no, it's got to be two. It's two weeks, isn't it? Two weeks isolation. So it's going to miss at least this game week. And then he's going to be back. Yeah. yeah. I have actually got, unbelievably, I've got Harry Kane on my bench. That's how confident I was going into this game week. Oh, so, wow. um, so I will. I mean, you had, swap you had Grealish on the bench last last week. How I did, did I did. He's now in my he's now in my starting eleven. So, um, wow. yeah, I will bring Kane off the bench for Salah. That's okay, it, yeah. but I'm going to have to replace Luke Shaw now, which is is a little disappointing. So that'll be six <laughs> that's changes. So that's another four points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm certainly keeping Salah in my squad. I'm not losing the money I've got invested mm-hmm. in him just to buy him back next mm-hmm. week. Ditto. He has but he I has can... dropped in in price. It's down to twelve point three. Yeah, but I I just don't plan on getting rid of him the whole season, really. He's yeah. a season keeper for me. I don't yeah. want to um, have to buy him back after making an impulse sale. Mm. Um, so if I can get 11 players that look like they're fit, which I can't currently, but you never know uh, what's going to happen later in the week. The press conferences will be interesting. I, I wouldn't go screwing up my whole team for a week of no salad. No, no same here. As I say, I've got... Impulsive. I've got an issue with my front line at the moment. I mean, I have finally taken out Mr. Lacazette, my good friend, who has done me so, so well uh, with his four points over the last few game weeks. And I brought in Ollie Watkins. Um, um, oh, welcome. Welcome. Welcome indeed. Yeah. Uh, my next decision is, do I keep faith with Jimenez? I mean, as, as we flagged up before, I, I am polar opposite to Mike when it comes to transfers. Uh, as in I very rarely make one more than my one free one a week I hate starting a week on minus points as I really need to Um, but he is not firing in all cylinders at the moment so I've got a decision to make there yeah no that's yeah well at least you got Lacazette that's that's really brave of you (laughs) probably about three game weeks um, late (laughs) you know I I finally did it in the end well congratulations congratulations I know it must have been a hard a hard pull to get uh, well, indeed it was but uh, I didn't lose too much sleep over it in the end Anthony is not too averse to a hard pull thank you very much there we go <laughs> <laughs> we've, got, we've got at least an hour of this guys sorry, Enjoy. sorry 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 no you carry on uh, Consa is he alright I think he's okay right. isn't he right. what's it say on your screen mate I mean is this your team you're looking at now yeah I'm going to bring him in done done oh wow Enjoy. Live, live team oh no! I've got, oh, I've already got three Aston Villa players. Oh dear! That is disappointing. Okay. I mean, the lack of the lack of thought you're putting into this sums yeah. up, you know, perhaps your issues so Slap, far. Slapdash at best, I would describe it as. I mean, this is the man changing his team live on air, people. Why don't Why don't you wait and listen to maybe what we say about you know in response to listener questions uh, that maybe might influence your decision and give you a bit of guidance, Mike. 
Last till it, I've gone Seamus Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've gone. Matt and your wife flagged up last week uh, in the last pod, I believe, with only one well, percent. Yeah, there you Diff- go. So that was. Although he is, oh, God, he's seventy-five percent. I should have looked at that before. I oh no! What have you done oh, it? Yeah. Oh no. It's like oh. it's like listening to a child play FPL <laughs> for the first time, and and then they just don't listen. Oh, I'm gonna pick really him because he wears blue, and I like blue. Oh, what feels that way, Mike? Mm. Does say he's got a hamstring injury. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. He's he's not been playing during the international break, uh, perhaps because of his hamstring, of course. But um... the thing is, it's a classic, isn't it? The international break brings about so many little niggles for players who simply cannot be bothered to go and play for their countries, and, and I don't blame them on this occasion because it's the Ryan Gig syndrome, isn't it? Yeah, I mean Sterling. Sterling pulled out, didn't he? Oh, I mean, I'll be amazed if he doesn't start against Spurs. Yeah, but I mean, this is the same Raheem Sterling who's got less points this season than Carl uh, uh, Darlow, I believe. Carl Darlow, yeah, yeah. I mean, Carl uh, Darlow has got more points than any Manchester City player, as we discussed last week. It's love that. That's going to be one of my faves this season. It's fairly crazy that their backup goalkeeper for Newcastle having more points than. Than any city player, but yeah, seven, he's got a calf injury apparently. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think a lot of these players are just made up it. injuries. Yeah, yeah, and that isn't a, when I say milking it, that isn't a pun on calves, Mike. I'm not, hard, I'm not venturing hard, into your pun domain. Anthony's, Anthony's hard pulls, yes. Oh wow, uh, okay. Yes, so so uh, let's so move on. So sorry, grow oh. up, grow up, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Talking of growing up, you've, oh yeah, you've. I mean, we have got some nitty-gritty, but it says here in my running order that you've somehow managed to shoehorn in another pun 11. Oh, yes. Thanks. Thanks so much. Well, I'll give the people what they want, Phil. Um, give the people what they want after you've done your pun 11. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've gone for a savoury snack 11 uh, on Ooh. this week's pod. Uh, and rather frustratingly, I've only written the actual surnames of the players down on a piece of paper. Uh, so I'm going to have to try and use a bit of total recall. This is lovely. Uh, okay. Why don't we give the people what they want and then you can come back to your no, savoury no. snack? Don't worry about it. I'm there. I haven't got a pen or anything. It's fine. Here we go. In goal, um, we've used him in many teams already in terms of pan 11s. It's Nick Knack Pope. Uh, <laughs> Nick Knacks. Um, <laughs> then I've got... Uh, uh, just to, just to oh. let the listeners know, you're going to put these, these, uh, this team into our league uh, to see how they get on against us. Yes, indeed, this week. Yeah, absolutely, I will. Um, so we've got uh, Tyrone Onion Mings. <laughs> uh, uh, and then I've got Carl Walker and, and Carl Walker Peters. They are Walkers. Very uh, good. So, but you've got both of them in the, at the back. But they, they, make, they make the pun between them because they are Walkers. Yeah, they're no, very, very under. Uh, yeah, I know the plural yeah. of Walker. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Bit of a. <laughs> Bit of a healthy one. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with these, but I've got Sigurdsson bites. Sigurdsson bites. Sun bites. You heard of sun bites? No, I've like, never heard of sun bites. Well, they're no. very healthy, uh, like a Walker's crisp. They're not very kind nice, of, I don't think, are they? No, they're, they're very, very healthy, so they're unlikely to be. Oh yeah, no, I'd much prefer Snacker Jack Grealish. Oh well, he's next on my list, so thanks. For that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Snacker oh, he? Jack Grealish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Brilliant. Is gone. Brilliant. Uh, I was, oh, who's who's next on your list? Uh, tang- tangy Tom Davies. Do you remember, do you remember tangy, tangy Tom. Toms? Yeah, take the back to the 90s. Yeah, Tempe Crisps. 
10p oh, yeah amazing. i mean 5p in my, my day to be honest but um ah, yeah tang, tangy tom davies um i'll be honest it goes downhill from here oh really uh, i was i was hoping it might well go uphill oh no hold on wait there one two three four oh what's that one called Oh yeah, I've got it. Uh, anyway, uh, Bombay Max Mayer, that's not very good. I, I absolutely uh, can see that that is not very good. <laughs> if his name was Mix Mayer, it might have worked, but Bombay Max Mayer. Um, then I've got a duo, a midfield and a striker combo. Uh, this is, this, I, this, I, I like this. This is, uh, let me get this right. So I've got John McGinn uh, and Timo Werner, uh, a.k.a. Sultan McGinverner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then just. Oh dear, oh dear. How do we allow this into the pod? McGinverner. Sultan McGinverner. That's quite Mm. good, I think. Anyway, and then finally we've got uh, Adam Popcornerly. That's dreadful from Brighton. Mm, Um, It's not the best, that one. I mean, this could this could be. We could look it's back just, on this in 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 years to come and say, well, that was the day that the pan eleven died. It's all the podcast itself. <laughs> all the, <Yeah>. the podcast <laughs> itself. It was the beginning of the end. Yeah. yeah, I I was happily. I would have had many better puns if you'd let me do the the Phil's wife eleven. But you you insisted that, that wasn't an option. Let's move on mm. to pick, pull, and persist. This is where we all choose a player who we'd recommend picking, a uh, player who we'd recommend pulling, uh, and a player who we would suggest we persist with. It's quite self-explanatory, but for any new listeners, uh, there it is in a nutshell. So, Mike, um, yeah. you generally lack preparation, so I'll give you... Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Oh. Uh, I would pull hey, Luke Shaw, because he's injured. <laughs> 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 okay, well, well, you go and pull first. That's yeah. fine. So, Luke, Luke Shaw, guys, I don't know if you've heard, but he's injured. He won't not be back until December the twelfth. Oh, First, I've heard of that, mate. So, thanks, thanks for the heads yeah, up. No problem. No problem at all. <laughs> Anthony, your your pulling skills have been brought into question already so far in this podcast. But who are you pulling? Thank you. Well, for, has been for many years. Um, so, for the seven point two percent of players who have this player, I would recommend getting rid now. And it's Mitrovic. Um, the oh, poor man yeah. whose penalty miss did see Scotland actually qualifying for a major, uh, a major tournament um, last week. Yeah, he, I looked at his stats today. He was one, wasn't he? We'd flagged up as like a, a player that we had to have him with his price tag and everything, and he was guaranteed goals. Well, actually, he's only scored uh, more than two points in a game week twice this season. And um, looking at their fixtures uh, coming up, Everton, Leicester, City, and then Liverpool, that's not that's not a good run of games for Fulham at all, is it? That's a... No, That's a run no. of fixtures. If they get a point, they're probably doing quite well, to be honest with you. Not it's a, a run good of run. games where you kind of think, chuck the kids in, just wrap every every senior player up in cotton wool, and then we'll come back New Year and give it an actual go. Or is it kind of irrelevant for them because they're probably going to go down whatever? No, I like Fulham. You never know. I, I know. I, I like Fulham, but I just don't think they've got enough to stay up. I so reckon Mitchell, that- Pinning their hopes on the whole season being cancelled. Yeah, uh, well, uh, I think so is Mike. To be honest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phil, what's, who's your pull? Uh, well, I am pulling Raúl Jiménez. Uh, the time, oh, has, the time has come, ladies and gentlemen. If you if you didn't have to get Lacazette out your team this week, I would definitely <laughs> recommend pulling Raúl Jiménez. 
Um, he he never scores more than one goal a game. You've already got strikers that are cheaper who can do that for you. Um, he yeah, he's eight point four million still, and that money could be invested in Bamford, Watkins, uh, anyone else? Someone else? There's another one, isn't there? Who's a Wilson who is mm-hmm. potentially injured? Um, Lee Watkins. You know, you could, that money could go into those players, and I dare say they might end up with a similar amount of points, but you'll end up with about two million pounds in the bank. So. Raul Jimenez, uh, he, he hasn't looked good in the last couple of games and they've been against Crystal Palace and Leicester. Um, so I, I do think they might struggle with Southampton, Arsenal and Liverpool next. Then they've got Villa and then Chelsea. So it's not a great run of fixtures. So uh, ditch Raul Jimenez. That would be my my advice. Mm-hmm. Mike, who are you going to pick? I'm torn between two. Um, yeah. I'm going to say, based on their fixtures, I'm going to say, and this is a massive U-turn on a couple of weeks ago, uh, but get Fernandez back in, gang. Get him in. (laughs) I mean, I I did last week at the expense of five transfers, now six. Um, But, uh, yeah, I would would definitely get him in. Look at the run of fixtures that that United have got coming up. Um, It's pretty tasty. And, uh, you know, he, he looked excellent against Everton. I know it's only one game, but let's let's look at the games they've got coming up. They've got West Brom, Southampton, West Ham, City Derby, followed by Sheffield United, Leeds, Leicester, Wolves, Aston Villa, Fulham. Yeah, it's a nice little run for them, I think. Would uh, you so say yeah. not to not to move on to listener questions, but um, the kind of question that's been coming in is is De Bruyne to Fernandez like an absolute no brainer now that De Bruyne missed a penalty, might not be on penalties. No, I don't um, think so. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think if you could if you can make room for the the both of them, then then that's worth looking at. I think we've all got two, or the majority of us have got two big hitters in midfield. So uh, you're you're opting to uh, persist with Salah. Um, I am too, but you could easily swap out Salah for Fernandez, free up a couple of million, um, and, and keep De Bruyne if you've got the two of them at the moment. So, so yeah, I think two from those three, a lot of teams would be looking at Mane. I'll be in the mix as well, but uh, Son, of course, um, up there I in think, terms of big spends. I think for people who are looking to maybe who, who may be worried that De Bruyne is going to get um, canned um, from penalties. I mean, he's still a good player and he will still pick you up points. Um, but I would, if you think of it like a breakfast cereal, which I often think about my players, um, you can you can go, f- you can switch average player to average player. So, if, I don't know, if, you, if you've got shreddies, if you have shreddies in the morning and you want to go, you want to save a bit of money and maybe get some, uh, some Tesco's malt wheats or whatever they call them, that's fine. You won't really taste the difference. The, the points you'll get will be similar. With someone like De Bruyne, you've, if if you imagine he's a packet of crunchy nut cornflakes, and, and bear with me here, I'm trying to. You don't want to be going from crunchy nut cornflakes to Tesco's own crunchy nut cornflakes because that difference is huge in comparison to Shreddies to Malted Wheats. Shreddies to Malted Wheats taste very similar. You won't, you might taste slight difference, but they both <laughs> taste essentially of cardboard. But crunchy nut cornflakes <laughs> to an own brand like honey nut flakes i wouldn't recommend that so if you are getting rid of de bruyne don't try and save some money and go cheap to get a bit of a spread go premium to premium that's what i would suggest okay. 
I mean, yeah, no, you okay. just made me hungry, to be honest with you. I just want to go and raid my cereal cupboard. Well, but thanks. Uh, thanks for the advice. I, I think people listening might understand that. And if not, they would have switched off already during the Pan 11. So This is true. True. My only thing with Man United, just picking up Mike's points there, is they are very hot and cold this year, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Very hot and cold. You never know what you're going to get. But certainly if they are hot, then it's going to be, Fernandez is going to be the man, isn't it? Yeah, I just like that run of fixtures. And I think also, um, so people <clears throat> may be looking at swapping out Salah. Um, they also may be looking at swapping out Son. I think we touched on that in, in, in the Megapod. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a bit of a jump. It's uh, I think it's 0.8 of a million in, in terms of a swap out for Son to Fernandez. But um, it's one that, like I say, I've worked very hard at accommodating. So I, I feel duty bound to encourage people to look at it. Son, Hassan has been transferred out by 200,000 um, players uh, since since the deadline, mm. since, mm. since the window reopened. Uh, but he's still owned by 58% of players. Mm. I, really like the, I really like him as a player. I really like him as an FPL asset, but I, I just think he's gone off the ball the last couple of games. Um, he'll have travelled South Korea, played Qatar. Ooh, uh, South Korea, whose team had... <laughs> So there were six cases of COVID in the South Korean Just squad, mental. and they still played the game. Right, nuts. Yeah, I mean, if Son if Son doesn't come back with you know a positive test, I'd be amazed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Son. Son must be the highest. Is that the most? That's the highest, isn't it? Highest percentage, fifty-eight percent in the game. I think it's got to be. It's got to be. Um, yeah, Son. Son, fifty-eight percent. Calvert Lewin, fifty-seven. There you go. Yeah, he's a popular man, but for how long? Yeah, uh, if he was a breakfast cereal, what what would you suggest he is? Son. I get the feeling. I get the feeling that Son is like cocoa pops in that amazing, great. But now they've changed the recipe, and actually, it's not that exciting. I mean, cocoa pops are an easy swap to an own brand now because Kellogg's have they've lost their mind reducing the sugar content. <laughs> anyway, Anthony. Yes, who, hello. Who are you picking? Uh, well, a player who we've again talked about on the on the Megapod, who has just been outstanding. He's come in, uh, all guns blazing, blazing, and that side check of Chelsea, who has still got under. 14%. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can can you pronounce the Ash's name again, please? Because Zay Ek. Oh, okay. Zay-check. Cool. How how is it pronounced? I do apologise. Well, I believe Z- he Z-check. likes to be called. Uh, oh, you're both embarrassing. I mean, you don't know. Uh, James Justin's name, and also it's Ziesh. That's how he Sorry. he likes to be rewind. Zaycheck, what's Zaycheck? Well, whatever, yeah, whatever. You're, Same you're embarrassing yourselves. Well, I do apologise. And well, I've just I've just spent about five minutes talking breakfast cereal. Pot <laughs> <laughs> kettle black over here. <laughs> um, yeah, but, still got thirteen point seven percent ownership. But he's got 25 points in his last two game weeks. And looking at their fixtures coming up, Newcastle, they have got a tricky game against the team who's going to win this to win the uh, league this season, according to Mike. And that's Spurs. Then yeah. Lee. But just everything that's been good about Chelsea last the last few weeks has come through him. He's been superb. And um, I would suggest that before the weekend, that ownership um, level will be much higher than 14%. That's for sure. He is a player I would be doing my best to get in my team. He's at a funny price point, isn't he? Because he's he's not priced as a premium player. He's eight point two, but he's also not sort of. He's a bit more than Grealish and Zaha and stuff. He's similar to Mount, isn't he? Similar price, and uh, and between the two, I would I would definitely be going for him. Well, Mount's six point eight, so it is a jump. It is a jump, it's, but it's probably one that would be worth taking. I would suggest. 
Yeah, I mean, he has looked inc- incredible. Yeah. Incredible. 25 points in two game weeks is not bad going, is it? Yeah, no, I've, I've seen worse um, because I've got Daniel Pudence in my team. <laughs> um, still, how do you solve a problem like, problem like Pudence? Um, but I don't know how we'll get rid of him, but right now he's fit, so he stays. Um, that's the rules. Uh, as you asked, I will tell you who I would suggest picking. And <laughs> as we approach this time of year, it's it's a nice time to all be thinking about Jesus. Uh, so I would suggest Gabriel Jesus. Uh, oh, sorry, how do you pronounce that? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm I'm so sorry. How do I pronounce you Jesus? the cage. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem that way. You're a bit tetchy there, Anthony. Oh, it's locked down. I mean, you called you called CS Zcheck, so that was the yeah, only reason fair. I mocked you. Poor um, guy's been stuck on a desert island for the last I don't know how many weeks. Give him a yeah. Give I mean, him a come break. on, guys. So sorry, so sorry. Anyway, so uh, Jesus is the reason for the season, and at nine point three million and only one percent ownership, and with Aguero appearing to be out forever, surely, surely getting the city main striker in is a is a good idea yeah i think we talked last week about um whether light blues were actually um a waste of money um in fact i think you flagged up and said actually they weren't really essentials in, in a team but uh, i agree it's a it's a to, to to use a phrase we like to use on the pod quite a lot it's a great differential yeah i, I think at one percent ownership and the only issue is there's other strikers firing firing on all cylinders but if Sterling is really injured, it's all going to have to go through Gabriel Jesus Anthony. Uh, so yes, I, he, I would say he is my pick. No, I mean that's a good shout. But like, just to flag it up again, uh, no City player has got more points than Caldarlo of Newcastle this season. That would be my only concern. But maybe it is around now that they are going to start firing. It's it is possible, isn't it? You never know. It's going to uh, happen eventually, isn't it? Who are you persisting with, Ant, whilst you're talking? Well, a player that unfortunately might be too late for a lot of teams because he's down to about 3% ownership, and that's Roberto Firmino. Is that better? Is that, is that how you pronounce it? You're persisting with Firmino. Yeah, I would persist with him. Now, not a lot of people have been taking him out recently, hence the 3% ownership at the moment. But you look at their, their games coming out, with Salah out for at least this game week. Uh, after Leicester at the weekend, they've got Brighton, they've got Wolves, they've got Fulham, and... I can actually see that he may pick up some points and get back into the goals. There's been a lot of talk about it, hasn't there, recently? I've seen about Firmino and that he should be dropped because uh, Yotta's come in and he's he's looked good. He's he's in the goals. But um, I think that Klopp still really rates him. We'll, we'll keep him. And again, at that low ownership, he could be a good differential. So I would be persisting with Firmino because I know some people have been looking to take him out and a lot of people already have. But I would keep the faith certainly with those, uh, those fixtures coming up. He's ranked, he's ranked second out of all forwards for creativity. There you go. He's only got two assists this season. Um, yeah, I detail. As I say, you know, just, just look at those games, you know, Brighton, Wolves, Fulham. There's, there's definitely points out there for him. Definitely. Okay. Thank you, mate. Who, who are you persisting with, Mike? Well, um, I'm going to say uh, James Rodriguez. Now he's owned by 28.7%, so that's a that's a that's a fair chunk, uh, just over a quarter, in fact. Um, but Thank uh, you, <laughs> uh, but he's he's only um, had a, a points haul of four points uh, from the last three game weeks. He was injured one of those game weeks, um, so he got zero, and then uh, a couple of two pointers. 
Um, so with, with that in mind, some people might be thinking that, uh, that the moment has passed, but um, they have Fulham this weekend. Uh, they follow up that uh, with a home tie to uh, Leeds. They then go to Burnley. Uh, so the next three games look pr- pretty handy. So I would, I would stick with Rodriguez. If you get a bit twitchy, um, and, and thinking it may, maybe it's time to get him out. Stick, stick with him, guys, I think. Crucially, despite how injury-prone uh, he is, he is currently listed as being fit. And if you've got him, you'd be crazy to get rid, surely, wouldn't you? You wouldn't. Yeah, no, no, no games for Colombia during the international break. So, Really? Uh, yeah, he'll be well-rested. Yeah. Uh, so my player to persist with and i have seen a lot of people taking him out to try and free up some money but now chilwell isn't uh isn't really an option because of his uh, dodgy back i would say persist with robertson he might be liverpool's only fit player going into the weekend but that means uh he'll be on a lot of their set pieces and he plays so attacking that i just think it's nuts to get rid of him if you've got robertson keep him if you haven't got him i'm not saying i'd bring him in particularly but if i've got him i'll i'll keep him he's he'll come good he's on corners he's on some free kicks and he's just so attacking and he's he's 75 percent chance of play hamstring injury yeah i like him a lot i like him a lot robertson um and i think he's um he's the pick of the bunch at the moment in terms of the liverpool players if you were uh, going to downgrade robertson um Chilwell was the sort of obvious option that everyone mm-hmm. was jumping on, but who else would you go for? What another Chelsea player, Zuma, maybe? Different player yeah. to Robertson, obviously. Zuma's someone I've had. You know, he scored a whopping fifteen points the other week, which really helped me when I had that good game week. Um, but again, there's not there's not many clean sheets out there, is there? You know, you look at Liverpool at the weekend; they've got Leicester coming to Anfield, who are top of the league. They've got Jamie Vardy there, who's absolutely flying. He's, he's the informed man. So you'd be certainly be worried from a defensive point of view for Robertson, but like you flagged up, obviously he's on corners, he's on free kicks, and he's always he's always got that side to his game offensively, hasn't he? But he is also the most expensive, is he, in the game? Maybe second only to TAA. So yeah, yeah, second. I mean, in, in terms of attacking fullbacks, uh, you, you've Dinia. got Chilwell who's injured. You've got Reese James who's injured. Uh, Dinia is now back from suspension, isn't he? So he's he's around. You've got Castagna, he's injured. Pereira at Leicester as well, he's injured. Have I mentioned Dirty at Spurs? Keep coming back to him, he's injured. So yeah, all of those those kind of players Coleman. that you would expect. Who? Coleman, Seamus uh, Coleman. Well, he's seventy five percent injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I've just found out to my cost. Um, yeah, so I don't know where the points come from in defence this this week. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game week. Vestergaard. Vestergaard. That's where the points come from. Okay. If it, was, if it wouldn't give me a Southampton triple-up at the back, I'd be getting in Vestergaard. He is, mm. he is a beautiful man. Okay. You, you'd trust him, wouldn't you? You'd trust him to look after your house when you're on holiday. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I don't think my house would get broken into if Vestergaard lived there. I mean, it hasn't been broken into. Anyway, uh, let's move on to listener questions. So we've got a question here from FPL Allegiance on Twitter. With Liverpool losing most of their starting eleven, do you think it's wise to stay away or keep faith in Gunman Salah? Keep the faith. Yeah, I think we've we've just we've covered this, haven't we? But you know, he's probably only going to be this game week. And 
I wouldn't be making wholesale changes Mike style to get him out. Definitely not. Um, you, keep the safe. You, you nervous that with Liverpool's injuries, they're a completely different team? Um, a little bit. And I know they have got a really hard game at the weekend with Leicester, but you look at their fixtures after that. Uh, I, th- I think they'll be all right. And I would be keeping the faith, and especially with Salah. He's just going to be sat on my bench this week. But all being well, he'll be, he'll be back in next week. I, I certainly wouldn't be uh, looking to get him out. With Liverpool... Think, oh, go on, no, go on, Matt. I, I just think if you, if you look at his record at international level, he's playing in a very average international side, and yet his, his goal-to-game ratio is really strong. Uh, I think he's a standout player. I think uh, he, he does stuff. He, he, can, he can do stuff uh, kind of out of nothing. So whether the team's performing or, or not, whether he's got the, the kind of the ability around him in terms of teammates or not, um, I think he's, he's, he's got that, that bit of magic in his boots and, and uh, he's, he's likely to pop up with the old goal or two. Maybe not this week if he's obviously out, but moving forward, I mean, even with injuries around him. If, you've got, if you look at Liverpool's injuries, I'll, I'll quickly run through them for you. So you've got Salah who's out. You've got Alexander-Arnold, uh, Robertson, Van Dijk, Gomez... Uh, so that's their back four, their whole back four. Uh, then you've got Henderson, Thiago, Fabinho. That's all their defensive midfielders. Um, uh, then you've, yeah, then you've got a few. Yeah, well, you've got Oxlade-Chamberlain, um, who's always injured. But that's pretty much all of their defenders out. So they're going to have to just attack. You that's going to be the question. What kind of... Back, uh, um, defensive team are they actually going to be able to field at the weekend? Uh, it looks like they've got Matip. Uh, Jones, Jones. I oh, know. Sorry, Phillips, the lad who's man of the match in one of the last games. They got Nico Williams. They are they are scraping the barrel here, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, don't forget the forgotten man. I mean, I I couldn't sleep the other night. It was about three in the morning, and I was there looking up statistics on James Milner, the wonderful evergreen James Milner, mm. five point three million. Unfortunately, listed as a midfielder when he definitely plays more of a defensive role for Liverpool. 0.1% ownership, which is amazing <laughs> that there is even 0.1% ownership. James Milner at 5.3 million. Tempted? No. no. Could get a pen. Mm. Uh, yeah, I suppose Salah's been on pens, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that would be the only thing going for him, I would suggest. What about his <laughs> smile? <laughs> Not helpful uh, in this case. He used to take a lot of their set pieces, didn't he? But I think they've they've moved on. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was three in the morning and to be honest, my head wasn't quite where it should be. Hmm. Okay, so no no to Milner. And, then, and, and keep Salah, uh, even with his injury this week, don't, don't ditch him for a week, as we kind of said earlier. Hmm. Um, and we've already kind of covered the question um, about De Bruyne to Bruno Fernandes. We've, we've had our chat about cereal. Uh, we all remember that. And now uh, there, was, there was just general chit-chat on Twitter tonight, started by Stadium of Sports, uh, who's done a nice cartoon, um, effectively mocking Burnley, which I'm all for. Um, are Burnley already doomed? They got one goal in six games, and Dale Stevens was their marquee signing. Can you offer Burnley fans... Any hope? And I've got nothing against Burnley fans. Um, well, I, I can. I mean, they, they were here this time last season. So, uh, yeah, they can. People were writing them off. People were saying, well, Sean Dyche has taken them as far as they can. And, you know, they were... Was it last season they won the European campaign? I think it was. Yeah. Um, and, and people were saying, yeah, it's, it's all become too much for them. 
uh, and too much for him. But actually, they turned it around. They went on a, a fantastic run uh, just before lockdown, uh, which saw them well clear of safety. So, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled away again. I'm going to disagree. Sorry, Phil. I'm going to disagree with Mike here. I mean, yeah, that's very true. But I think this might be the year that they that they are doomed. They just I know that they were in a similar state like this last season, but they just are just not at the races, are they? They do, you know, they haven't got a game yet this season. They're sat there second bottom with two points. You know, Turf Moor used to be a little bit <coughs> fortunate for them, but it's uh, it might be the um, the happy place for Jordan North, but uh, it's not been a happy place otherwise. So that it's um, it is it is not going well for them this season. I think this might be the year that they could go. My apologies, I muted because I had a choking fit. Uh, sorry about that. Are you okay? Uh, I don't really know, and it could start at any point. But oh, okay. let's hope not. But I'm sure what you said about Burnley was interesting. They have got a game in hand, and if they win that, then they're out the bottom three, aren't they? That's true, but they haven't yet won this season, so that's going to even that uh, alone would be a big ask for them. But who knows? I mean, Sean Dice has, has done incredibly well there, as much as it pains me to say it. So if anyone's going to get them out of it, 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 it would be him. But I don't know. I've just got a feeling on this one that uh, this could be the year they go. Well, yeah. I believe you've got uh, a listener. On, oh gosh! On the line, who's who's got a question for you? Okay, I'll try, and, try and listen to the to the listener. Oh gosh, my phone's ringing. We're doing this again, are we? Okay. Is he as sexist as the last one? Well, let's let's really hope not. Uh, bear with me just a moment. Let's get the caller on. Uh, hello. Oh, oh, does no. sound does sound like the the last caller we <laughs> it's had. It's the same caller. It's Graham. Oh Graham, how are you? You you feeling golden? <laughs> Uh, oh yes, uh, I am. Uh, I wanted to ask. There are a lot of middle of the table teams towards the top at the moment. But who is in a truly false position and will fall from grace? It's a good, that's a good question, Graham. Um, I, well, Anthony, what's what's your opinion on things? Well, I'm just like baffled by how all of our, um, you know, phone-ins seems to be our northern listeners. Are we not getting any 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 southerners who are willing to call in? I would imagine oh. there's a lack of accents. Oh. We 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 love it up here in the north. And if <laughs> I if I go Phil, talk about these fishing <laughs> rules that the EU were trying to impose on us. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, move on oh, quick. <laughs> Graham, Golden Graham, he's gone. Um, he's gone, hasn't he? Dear right here, Graham. He's gone. Uh, uh, sorry about that. We've got, you know, time yeah. limit here, Graham. I can't be sat in this car all night. Uh, hmm. So the teams, what he was saying was uh, the sort of mid-range teams, there's a lot towards the top of the table, but which team is truly in a false position? I mean, the standout one for me would be uh, the Manchester teams, Man City being 10th and Manchester United being 14th. I, I don't think they'll end up there. But I also think Leeds United in 15th, I think they'll finish a lot higher than that. What What makes you think that, other than Patrick Bamford, uh, what makes you think that? <laughs> because they can at least score goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that in the end, that will save them. Um, they've scored five more goals than Arsenal, six more goals than Wolves. Uh, four more goals in City, two more goals in United. Unfortunately, they've conceded uh, the equal most in, in the whole league. Um, but once they, they, they defended well last season in the Championship, so I think they'll be fine. Yeah, for me, I think it's Southampton. 
Um, yeah, just gonna say. Sat, oh, were you? Sorry, mate. Yeah, I sat, sat there hey, for me. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just can't see them maintaining that kind of form. It baffles me, really, how they've done it with what looks like a pretty average squad. Um, you look at how many of those players would would get into any of the other teams in the top ten. Um, uh, Ings aside, I, I know you like Vestergaard, and he's very good at looking after houses. But uh, apart from <laughs> apart from the two of them, I, you know, oh, how many of them walk, to, to walk into other teams in the top ten? I, I don't think they do. So for me, I I, I, I expect them to drop away. Okay, and Palace as well. Palace being eighth, can we see them realistically staying inside the top ten this season? No, I, I can't see it for me. They're a really difficult team to call, Palace, aren't they? A really mm. difficult team to call. You never know which which side's going to show up, and you, you, also how they're going to play. You know, we go back to a couple of weeks ago, and I think they registered their first shot on target after 80 minutes or something. And yet, uh, at home to Everton, they were free scoring. So, uh, yeah, really, really difficult one to to call. They're a, they're a coupon buster, a Palace, and um, yeah, I wouldn't like to say where they finish. I would imagine somewhere around mid table. But if if I may. Um... Mm. Uh, not to harp back to Cyril's too much, but Palace Palace are so reliant on Zaha, and he is um, sort of Weetabix minis with chocolate chips. Um, oh, lovely! That, you know, Crystal Palace are very much Weetabix. They're not very exciting, uh, but they're still going somehow. He's and the he chocolate just, chips. He very yeah. good, very good. We're learning. We're learning. Mm. We're seeing what's coming here, <laughs> and so he is the only excitement in the in that sort of serial if as it were and I, I don't think that, how long can you do that how long can you carry a team I mean he started the season well but can he carry the whole season well the, the milk will eventually drag him down the milk representing uh, fatigue yeah yeah I mean the, what I would say about Weetabix uh, perhaps, perhaps his dairy intolerance is that they are quite they're quite hardy they're not they're not gonna just turn to mush like a normal Weetabix they are a lot more solid. Are you anyway, saying, are you saying sorry? Are you saying Zahar is a lot more solid than? No, he's chocolate chips. Um, oh right. I, I've lost the metaphor somewhere, but yeah. what I'm saying is, <laughs> I don't think that even with chocolate chips, this makes Weetabix a great cereal. Okay. Okay. And in the same way with Zahar, Crystal Palace is still an average team. I think I think if you have to then make the point <laughs> that your metaphor is meant to make, uh, it's a waste of a metaphor. Well, I, I think the listeners would understand, but I remember who I'm co-hosting with. Okay, um, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> simple, simple minds. The listeners would have been—I mean, they'd have understood this minutes ago, okay. if if indeed they're still here. Okay, well, let's look at game week nine then. I mean, there is football on the horizon and that is exciting because the international break's been rubbish. We start the weekend off uh, with Newcastle-Chelsea at 12.30 on Saturday. Um, Newcastle without Wilson might be interesting. He's he's flagged as having a, as being a doubt. And I think if he doesn't flying. play, yeah, I think if Newcastle don't have Callum Wilson playing, they're in a bit of trouble there, aren't they? You know, Chelsea have are looking good at the moment and Callum Wilson has, has scored a lot of goals. I know he's been on the penalty to them, but he's, um, he's, he's, well, unfortunately we could have done with that form at the end of last season for Bournemouth. But yeah, he's hit the ground running really for Newcastle. And I think if he's not playing, 
you can't really see where the goals are coming from, maybe. Mm. Um, so I would predict Chelsea would, would sneak that by the odd goal. Okay, and then we've got uh, Villa. The uh, Again, it's rubbish having um, only one three o'clock, three o'clock kickoff. Uh, we should say it's very exciting not to have pay-per-view this weekend. Yeah. Yes. So every well, game, so I'll tell you where the games are. So even if you don't like serial metaphors, we can at least provide that service. Hmm. So Newcastle uh, versus Chelsea is on BT Sport. At three o'clock, you've got Villa Brighton also on BT Sport. Villa who are flying and Brighton who are struggling, really. Yeah. Yeah. I've got three Villa players in as I, as I, uh, let slip earlier, so uh, yeah, hopeful of some some serious points in that one. Which which three players you got in? Grealish, Grealish, Watkins, and Martinez. Ah, oh, yeah, Martinez. Yeah, a lot of teams got Martinez. Okay, and then uh, after that, at five thirty uh, on Sky Sports, we've got Spurs Man City. Surely the game of the weekend. Well, actually, I think one of the games of the weekend. Um, well, they've had some cracking in the cats over the last couple of years. Obviously, the, the Champions League semi-final was a was a big one. Um, yeah, they've they've been good games. City have have tended to come out on top, but um, yeah, they're, they're they're injury ravaged. They're a team in transition. We've said it all before. Spurs are going to win the league. So uh, yeah, I, I fancy Spurs maybe to, to to pinch something. And Mourinho versus Pep adds a bit of spice, doesn't it? Always. Yeah, that's good. But, you know, I think you know as much as. I maybe don't agree with Mike. The Spurs are going to win the league. I think if they win this, who knows? Yeah, you it's know, a real shot in the arm. Real shot in the arm for yeah, them if they win it. it. For City, this is almost must win for them, really. You know, you've flagged up they've been struggling already this season. And and if they lose here, they really are getting far too behind um, mm. in, the, in the title race. Mm. Um, yeah, really, really interesting game. And then following that... Um... Again on BT Sport, eight o'clock. You've got Man United West Brom. This is where your Fernandez pick might pay off, Mike. I do hope so. Yeah, my Luke Shaw pick won't, but uh, <laughs> yeah, my uh, my Fernandez pick. Uh, it, it's all set up for West Brom to go there and sneak a jammy one nil. But um, yeah, I, you just he's he's always two games from the sack. So sure, I just you just. You, like we said earlier, we don't know who which United is going to turn up. So we shall see. We shall see. But uh, yeah, I'm hopeful. It's it's annoying that Fernandez has become so important to them because I really want to get Rashford in um, because it's just so wonderful. Uh, either of you tempted on Rashford? He came it's off, just... did he not, uh, the weekend? So I'm not yeah, sure he's but... fully fit. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just would love to have him my team. His price is just about a million more than it should be, don't you think? I agree. It's nine point six yeah, million. Yeah. So he's too much. He's too much. He is too much. Yeah. yeah he's, Agreed. He's, he's gone. He's actually gone up in price since the start of the season. Um, but yeah, I don't quite get why. I'd, I'd like people to sell him so he goes down in price, and then I can buy him. That would be that would be good. He's only he's got two goals, three assists. Um, and he gets he's only had one clean sheet, uh, so he gets an extra point for that. But mm. that'll yeah. be an, yeah, like I said, that will be an interesting one because you know on paper, United, you expect them West Brom. I don't think we any of us would say they'd stay up the season with you boys. I, I can't no. see it, but you know, with the way United have been so hot and cold this season, so good against Everton at Goodison Park last time out. You know, if West Brom can frustrate them for long enough and then get something from a set piece, who knows? But yeah, this should be a game for Fernandez to shine. 
That's a game where if I think there were, if, if, if there was fans in the stadium, I think United would struggle. I mm. think right now their fans are a bit, some of their fans are a bit angsty with Solskjaer. Mm-hmm. And I think West Brom would go there, set up and frustrate them. The fans would get on United's back. and But as there's no fans, I just, I can see it being a bit of a 4-0 to United, something like that. Mm. Um, right, moving on to Sunday, uh, the early game is on the BBC. Uh, 12 o'clock, you've got Fulham-Everton. There's your James-Rodriguez game, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there'll be goals uh, for sure. Uh, I fancy Everton maybe to, to come out on, on top, uh, both teams to get some goals, um, uh, which, you know, begs the question, why have I just put Seamus Coleman in? Um, but, yeah... <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did you put in such a, that was such a mic transfer wasn't it yeah it really yeah, was just need to stop and think from time to time <laughs> anyway uh yeah no i think there'll be goals but I, I do think everton will come out on top and then two o'clock we got sheffield united west ham i mean that's really the game where if you want you can just go for a nice walk i don't yeah, know what the weather's like on sunday but that's 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 the time to go for a walk and get back in yeah that's your that's your mow the lawn time yeah. it really is. Oh, do, you, do you mow the lawn much uh, in mid-november well i've got astroturf so I, I don't mow it at all to be honest but um uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, truth be told this is Actually, this is massive though isn't it for sheffield united because they sit plum bottom and i don't think too many of us would have predicted that after their season last year and if they don't if, they, if we have another game where they where they lose they're not going to be losing you know much ground are they but they are in just a, in a demoralizing, world isn't it? Demoralizing for the players. Yeah, like, and it's pretty surprising to me. One point from eight games. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I would never predict that this season. But second season syndrome, maybe. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I, I dislike, dislike Sheffield United and Chris Wilder quite a lot. I know we've. I think we've touched on this before. Um, so I, I'm loving it. Them and Burnley in the bottom two. Your, your irrational hatred of the North is that. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Starting with Graham. Well, let's talk um, about teams that you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Graham, Graham, and his outdated views. Well, you know, indated, sadly. Mm. Uh, next up, we got uh, four thirty again on Sky. Uh, it's Leeds versus Arsenal. I, I can't see Arsenal winning that. Really? I mean, I don't, I don't know who's going to score their goals for them. Lacazette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he will now. I he mean, took him out. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because I mean, Arsenal again. Even though it's Arteta, we said this last time, they're still very Arsenal. Aren't they look at the last game, losing three 0 at home to Villa. You know, and I, I wouldn't put it past them going to Ellen Road and winning three 0 because they're just so up and down again. You never know what what you're going to get. Leeds have lost the last two games four one. So how are they going to react to that? Um, defensively, you know, if Arsenal score first, their head's going to go. It's, it's, again, the first few murmurings from Leeds fans, Leeds fans, as to whether his style uh, is going to work in the Premier League. Uh, yes. A few murmurings of discontent. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, it could go either way. That one, couldn't it? You just don't know. Yeah, it could. Agreed. And that that is sort of the uh, that's the starter for the main course of Liverpool Leicester at quarter past seven, also on Sky Sports on Sunday. That is going to be a really interesting game because Liverpool have, as we've discussed, no defenders. Yeah. Um, well, Joel Matip versus the world, um, and then Leicester are brutal Flying? when they want to be, aren't they? They're absolutely yeah. fine. They got they got Top Jamie Vardy. 
Jamie Vardy's having a party. And for Leicester's point of view, they must be looking at this and thinking there is no better time to go to Anfield and try and get three points. You know, Liverpool basically don't have a defence bar matter from the sounds of it. So, but if we're going to win, I mean, this would be huge. We talk about shot, shot in the arm for Spurs if they beat City, but for Leicester, if they go to Anfield and win, wow. Mike, are you tempted to... I mean, you've got Kane. Are you tempted to swap Kane for Vardy, bearing in mind that he's playing Liverpool with no defenders, then he's playing Fulham at home, Sheffield United, who we've discussed, away, and then Brighton at home? Well, you know, I'm always tempted to to swap players, um, six, <laughs> six already this week, but... Um, and for that reason, I'm not going to. But I was, I was just thinking just then, of all the players in the Premier League, if you can have one in your team, I think I'd have Vardy. Not, not because he's the best player necessarily, just the sheer bloody work rate of the bloke and, yeah. and the, the journey that he's been on. Um, it's inspirational stuff. Uh, and I, I think he's a real... It's just an example to, to all those players in the lower leagues and indeed in non-league uh, of what can be achieved when you, when you put your heart and soul into it. And it's a shame, really. Uh, it's a great story, but it's, it's such a shame that actually we've only had him in the last, what, four or five years. Um, and he's, he's going he's gonna to have to, you know, call it a day, I would think, in the next couple of years because the pace will go. But um, he's just, a, he's just a, yeah, a really great play. It's the sort of play you don't like playing against but you'd, you'd love having in your team well and his yeah. and his sort of determination drives the whole team on doesn't it yeah yeah he, i think he creates fantastic. so many goals for himself just by being an utter pain yeah yeah absolutely no big fan big fan of vardy big uh, fan but not in your team crucially no because I, I think of the two uh i think kane even if kane doesn't get a goal he's got the ability to create as he's shown many many times already this season so um I think Kane offers you more all round in terms of potential points. Um, but I do every week, I do expect Vardy to score. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a close call, but for me, it's, it's Kane. At the, at the start of the season, we were all kind of said, there's just so many midfielders we want to get in. Um, and so, you know, up front's just going to have to take a back seat. But now yeah. oh, there's so many strikers I want. I mean, I've got up front Kane, Calvert-Lewin, Bamford, I don't want to get rid of Bamford. He's a good price. Uh, he, he will do me there. Calvert-Lewin is playing Fulham. So I don't really want to get rid of him right now. And Kane is just so dangerous. He's on penalties. He's, you know, he's done so well so far this season. Yeah, I do really want Vardy. Um, and if, if De Bruyne, who I'm toying with getting rid of, or Son, you know, if I could just swap them over for Vardy, it'd be really handy. But I just, Calvert Lewin would out of those three, would you take out Calvert Lewin? I wouldn't take out Calvert Lewin because he's great no. value. Yeah, agreed. But Bamford's even better value. Is he though? Yes, he's outscored Calvert Lewin this season. Statistically, yes, he is better value so far. Um, but I don't think he'll be proved to be better value throughout the rest of the season. I think Calvert Lewin is more likely to maintain his run of form uh, of the two. I suppose with Rodriguez agreed. providing, yeah, <coughs> I suppose you're right, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, after that tasty game, we're brought back down to earth with a bump on Monday. I mean, they may as well just not play the games. I mean, I these mean, are the games. I don't mind if they don't put these on TV. This is Burnley um, Palace, isn't it? Burnley Palace, five thirty mm. on Monday. I yeah. mean, this is the game you'd rather mow the lawn in the dark, isn't it? Deary me. I'd yeah. rather mow the astroturf in the dark than watch this. <laughs> 
yeah, I, I will not be spending my Monday early evening watching that game. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, after, after that, though, yeah. I mean, is there anyone you'd you'd want in that game, the Palace game uh, versus Burnley? Well, I've got Zaha. Burnley might get a clean sheet. You've got Jordan. Zaha. Are you? Yeah, Jordan. Are you? Mm. I'll also t- I'll tell you I've also got my my punt is in in that game. Oh, we'll okay, we'll come to that then. Mm, mm. Uh, and finally, you've got Wolves Southampton at eight o'clock, uh, which I think will be a really good game because mm. Wolves need to do something. They need to wake up. They they mm-hmm. started the whole season like they're just playing. You know, like they they only perform in the second half. They feel mm. like they've only been playing first halves. It's they're really two bad. teams that bore me. Even maybe not in reality. If if I was to actually tune in and watch any of their games, but they're two teams that that fail to stimulate any sort of excitement when I when I think about them. Yeah, Wolves Wolves play. They don't play the same football as Burnley. I'm not saying that, but Wolves games interest me about as much as Burnley games. There's just yeah. nothing unless they were starting Traore because I find yeah. he's incredible. But bringing Traore on for 15 minutes at the end when he's really my excitement in that game. Yeah. yeah not interested. I, I don't understand why he doesn't play more for them. I don't know if it, is he a bit of a luxury player, do you think? Is that why? Because he seems to be brilliant from, from what I can see, but he doesn't get in that team or start as much as you'd you think. But it was starting towards the end of last season when they were doing well. So um, they, were, they were being linked with massive money moves for him from, you know, all the, all the big clubs, you know, around the world. So... Didn't they just give him a crazy contract? Well, no, that I don't know, I'm afraid. I, I don't know that either, Phil, to be honest with you. But <laughs> you know something oh, we don't. Oh, no, no, yeah. I mean, they, they offered him a crazy amount of money, but, uh, well, I've just seen the talks have stalled. Um, well, maybe that's why he's not starting. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. I mean, because that... The, the, I mean, the money he was being offered was three-figure... Yeah, not not a hundred pounds. Uh, you know, a hundred thousand <laughs> pounds plus six go. figure. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's kind of the game. Someone who's playing fifteen really. minutes a game. Yeah, madness. Absolutely, it shows the way the money's gone, though, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it does. Right then, let's move on to the punts. This I can I can just sense it. This is my week where I'm finally going to come good. I'm. Um, and I might just add, I think you boys picking defenders is just, it's just cheap. It's embarrassing. You're embarrassing yourself picking defenders all the time. Well, not this week. Nor have I. Oh, okay. There we go. I've scared you into picking non-defensive players. Uh, so just a reminder for listeners, you can get involved in this. Uh, send us a message on Twitter at FPL Threesome Pod or hashtag Fantasy Threesome Punt. You just need to pick a player with under 2% ownership uh, that you think will do well this weekend. If they do well, you could be picking our captains uh, next week. Uh, and that's what happened last week with Craig S, who picked Alderweireld, and he will be picking Anthony's captain next week. Uh, so I'll go first. Oh, cause... can I just, on that, uh, we were going to have, uh, th- there were two people in there, Craig S and, and the other was Matt Pocket. Matt Pocket. Um, but you decided uh, not to pick a pocket or two. Uh, <laughs> been waiting on that for about 35 40 minutes now sorry about that yeah it's a lot of a lot of that chat was mainly serial um, yeah <laughs> so uh, i'll go first this week because i never go first because you two never ask me anything no uh and i will pick uh, and i mentioned him <laughs> earlier 
because he is the reason for the season, Gabriel Jesus, uh, oh. 1% ownership. Uh, hopefully, we'll be starting up front for City. I know it's a tricky game they've got against Spurs, but I'm really hopeful that he will score and come good. I think he's in for a bruising. Oh, great. I think he's going to get kicked lumps out of. Well, I'm sure he will. But Yeah. That is a hard game for me. That is that is a toughie. Yeah, but, I mean, he, he he's not grade other. on Haller, who I had last week. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, you'd be um, better than Haller, to be honest, mate. So uh, that means a lot. There you oh, go. Okay, means less now you said that, uh, Mike. Sorry. Who have you uh, gone for this week? Well, in the uh, humdinger of a game between uh, Crystal Palace and Burnley, <laughs> uh, I have gone for him to finally come good. It's a player we've talked about a number of times. And I think actually Ant may have had him as a, a punt once upon a time. I'm going for Chris Wood. I oh, think they indeed. will get some goals against Palace. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. He's, he's handy. He's uh, the New Zealand player. The only New Zealand player I, I really know. Oh. If, if anyone's going to score for Burnley, it's going to be him, isn't it? Do you, do you want me to give you some more New Zealand players? Uh, not right. Oh, who was the guy who played for Coventry? Oh, was he was Australian. Aloisi? He was Australian. Uh, he? he was Australian. He's definitely Australian. Very Australian. Yeah, and I'm yeah. definitely not saying, because I know we have a listener in Australia, they are not the same. Uh, there was uh, a chap that played for Blackburn and then QPR, Ryan Nelson. Oh, good one. Great show. Oh, yeah, that's knowledge, uh, though. He played, he played when they knocked Italy out, didn't they? Or they, they uh, that's right. Italy yeah. in the World Cup. Yeah. Sad, anyway. sad times. Uh, Anthony, who is your punt this week? Well, I've gone for a player who's playing in an equally exciting looking fixture, the Sheffield United against West Ham game. <laughs> well, I've gone... You boys enjoy watching them just in case your punk comes back. <laughs> it gives me a reason to come in from mowing the Astro now. Yeah. I can, uh... <laughs> That's <laughs> I the only reason you did it. I can see how Chris Wood gets on, yeah. Um, I've gone for a player who's actually the, the highest scoring player so far this season in terms of points in FPL for West Ham. It's Pablo Fornals. All right. Um, they're playing. They are away, but playing Sheffield United, who are bottom of the pile, one point this season. And I'm hoping he's going to come good for me. I mean, my punts recently have been absolutely atrocious. I mean, most of the time they're not even played a minute. So um, him just actually getting some game time would be would be an upgrade on that. But yeah, um, yeah. we had uh, a listener went for nows last week. Uh, they they oh, really? he, might, he might come good. I mean, he's had two double figure hauls for nows. Who and he's, he's one of those players who. I mean, you'd never really. You kind of look at him and think, "How did you? How did you? How are you a footballer? You don't really look." What does well, he's do? one of he's one of those. When I was looking at West Ham for the Megapod last last time out, he I couldn't believe it when I saw that he was their highest point scorer. And you th- you know you think yeah. of Breswell and Fabianski and you know all the, some of the bigger players they've got there. And yeah, he's actually done quietly gone about his business and snuck in with a a load of points. So uh, I'm hoping for some more this weekend. Yeah, um, and I, I, I should, the price is just six point four million. I should point out we, we should probably call it a night shortly, chaps. Only uh, if you rewind approximately a minute and a half ago, I could hear Anthony's wife yawning as he tried to uh, talk about his punt. <laughs> well, to be, you can't blame it really. It's quite boring. <laughs> <laughs> Not only my voice, but uh, Pablo Fornells. Hmm. Oh, poor Pablo. He's got he's got a more exciting name. Then he has a playing style. Don't think anyone called Pablo sounds. No, oh, oh, they're going to be a bit tricky. Hmm. In fact, he's got an exciting first name and a very 
you know, underwhelming us surname. Anyway, Mike, you need to uh, lead lead me out of this. Yeah, with your, <laughs> my pun goodbye. Your pun goodbye, and thank you all for listening. Don't forget to follow us on uh, FPL Threesome Pod. Please do subscribe uh, to us on Apple. Please do follow us on Spotify. Please do share share the pod with uh, your friends and family. Um, maybe sneak it uh, sneak a download onto their. Uh, phone before they realize if, um, if your wife is struggling to sleep absolutely i've got a very monotone voice it's been said quite a lot um okay so i need to adopt uh an accent for this to work so we'll see if Ooh, you can you've only got northern i was gonna uh, say it's me gonna go one way here me what graham don't let people graham phoning up. i don't know why you're linking me and graham to be to be clear mm. don't know where that's come from uh <laughs> anyway um uh, let me see if I could do an accent. Ah, a year. Is that, hello. Oh, no, that's not, that's oh, not going to oh, work. I mean, it's borderline oh, racist. 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 Oh, yeah. We, we uh, don't know which country it was. That could have been, that could have been my take on the Wirral. Hold on. Um, <laughs> or Scotland. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, you're, oh, no. you're right there. Well, uh, thank you for listening. And adios. It's, <laughs> it's Spanish, isn't it? Adios. And Diaz plays for. That's it. He's actually Spanish, so. Oh, you know what you're saying about me having to explain my cereal. Yeah. Just thinking that. <laughs> I mean, it's a long time before you explained Diaz was where you were going there. Uh, yeah. And last week, last week a certain listener did say that wasn't a great pun. What Tudor Pope? No, you went to Tudor Pope after you made a glaring mistake. Um, oh, I feel like we're letting people behind the curtain here. Yeah. Uh, no, no, they heard it. Yeah. Okay. There. Well done. I mean, I, no, you've you've, channeled, you've laid the gauntlet down. Um, well, people. I mean, hello, people. <laughs> yeah. Anyone still there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the people are not going to want to listen to they this. They are clinging on. Uh, well, clinging on. It's going to be worth uh, the wait. Here we go. Well, at least I'll edit this out. Don't, no, edit, don't edit this out. What? They want to hear you tapping on a phone. I'm not tapping on a phone. People don't tap on phones anymore, Phil. It's not the 1990s. <laughs> uh, people have got touch screens. Oh, dear. Uh, all right, okay, I've got another one. I've got another one. I'll do an accident and everything. Oh, thank you for listening. Nope, no, no, I don't want the accent. <laughs> oh, thank you for listening. And we welcome you back to Offensive Threesome Pod again next week. From me, from Anthony... And for Philip, we say, science aha. Better. Better. Very good. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye now.